Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And how is everyone doing? This is Gap to Gap Radio, and the title is Let's Talk Softball. Of course, the topic of today is the COVID-19 and how we're going to get back on the field, when we're going to get back on the field, all those type of things, guidelines and stuff, state by state, city by city, park by park, and everything. So we got a lot to talk about. We've got um, uh, Ron, I'll get on here in a second with the Future Stars of Sports. And I know we've got, I think Mark McLean is uh, waiting. So, Mark, I'll get to you here in a second as well. Uh, but mostly just kind of getting back on the field. What is on your on your mind? If you are listening and you want to call in live, we'd love to hear from you. You can call in at 516-666-9488. That number is on your screen on the Blog Talk Radio page. If you are listening live, you can see it on there. Um, if you are wanting to, if you prefer, if you want to text Ron, that's at 502-541-0103. All this information is on the site down below, the, the numbers you can text and that sort of thing and, link, and the links that you can get a hold of us. But also you can text me at 502-262-9195. We'll be watching that. If you are on the Facebook page, the Gap to Gap Facebook page, you can uh, message me on that page as well, and I'll be watching uh, for messages there. So, said we got lots of information that we want to go over today. Talk about we want to get to it fairly quickly. Before we do, I got to give some disclaimers. Obviously, all opinions are expressed on this show are the property of the person expressing that opinion. It may not or may be the opinion of the National Fast Pitch Academy, Gap to Gap Radio, Holly Knight, Future Stars of Sports, or Ron Ray, and. Uh, and of course, we're not medical people. We're not doctors. We're not trained in virus or anything. So if there is an opinion expressed on the COVID-19 or anything else health-wise, uh, just note that that is an opinion and uh, not intended for any specific advice how to handle uh, the virus. I would say uh, go to the CDC site for that sort of thing. So without, as they say, without further ado, let's get started. Ron, how's it going? Well, <laughs> Holly, as you're aware, we've, we've talked a couple times that it, it's really been crazy since Friday's announcement with the uh, guidelines that the governor issued. It's been a whirlwind. I can't stay off the phone. Between that, text, emails, I can't keep up. I normally pride myself with, with getting back to coaches pretty promptly. And quite honestly, I'm buried right now and uh, fighting to keep my head above water trying to get through all this. Looks like travel ball in Kentucky, for the most part, uh, is shut down. Slim chance that we get going in July. I know there are some petitions that's being passed around. People are signing things. I hear there's been a couple of lawsuits filed trying to get it overturned. 
I'm not sure that will happen. So in the meantime, I'm reaching out to Tennessee, West Virginia. We've uh, locked down some additional dates in southern Indiana, which we were already at Lanesville. Got a few at New Albany, but we've added a number of weekends at Lanesville, which is a five-field complex, which is not going to fulfill everything that we need, but it will at least give us an opportunity to play and, uh, you know, keep moving forward. But it, it's been tough. It's, uh, like I say, it's been an emotional roller coaster. I'm, I'm drained. It's, uh, you know, I, I get high on, on this because I get a lead that I might be able to get in somewhere, and then you get knocked back. Or yesterday was just a, a nightmare, and, and people that are listening probably know this. It, it appeared that Indiana was doing the same thing. I mean, there was uh, social media, Facebook posts saying that uh, we can't play until July the 4th in Indiana. And, you know, I was getting snapshots of a paragraph where they had got it. So I started doing a lot of research, and I did print off a executive order from the state of Indiana. It's uh, Executive Order 20-28 that in there stated that we couldn't play until July the 4th. And, you know, I was under the assumption for about three hours yesterday as well that uh, Indiana was shut down. So I sent it out to some parks and little league administrators and things that I know, you know, different people that I know in Indiana, and they assured me that that was an order that expires the weekend of June 13th. And that's phase three. Phase four begins the weekend of June 13th, which opens it up to play. So I'm being told we can play June 19th and move forward in Indiana. That's what I intend to do. And as I said, we have worked in, uh, I've locked up Lanesville, Indiana for 10, 12 additional dates. And that is on my website if you were to click where the tournaments are and go down there's different links for different sites but i just added a link that uh says something of the nature added dates outside of the state and i'm hoping to still upgrade that as you mentioned mark mcclain is uh on the line here he's in west virginia he's a director for me up there and i i know he has gone to work and is trying to get some additional weeks up there that uh, he and I will partner on, and uh, hopefully he's got good news, so we'll see where that goes. But I'll, I'll turn <laughs> it back to you. That's where I'm at right now, and, uh, you know, we, we, we've we got a big show here. It's it's going to be uh, a lot going on. So uh, you, you go ahead, and uh, I'll hush up for a minute. <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on and stuff. I've got the uh, order you're talking about on my screen looking at it. You said uh, – uh, from Indiana Executive Order, this is 20-28, and that information is also on the National Fast Pitch Academy website, the link in the actual full document. And uh, uh, it is interesting how it said that all this stuff is being worded. But I tell you, Ron, right now I know I've got Mark up here, his number, uh, 382 number, 304-382 number. Mark, I'm going to get to you first here in just a second. Then I've got three other Numbers. So, Mark, uh, I'm going to get to you here. I'm going to ask you, because I'm sure you can hear me right now, 
But I'm going to ask you, I want to kind of get you here. We want to get back to you. I would like to get back to you after I figure out who these other three people are. So anyway, let's get to Mark here. I believe that's you, Mark. Is this you? Yep. Okay, great. Welcome. And I know that Ron's anxious to talk to you, get some information what's going on in West Virginia. Let's get back to you here in a second. And, uh, um, yeah, Mark, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on mute for right now just to make sure. Let me ask you, Mark, Ron, are you hearing some feedback right now? I'm not. Okay, I'm getting some feedback, so I'm glad. I'm hoping that nobody else is getting it. So, uh, all right. So now we have a 502797 number. 502797. Who's that, please? This is George. Hey, George, how are you doing today? Just fine. I good, got a question. Uh, Go ahead. Are we going to be able to play in Kentucky this year? <laughs> uh, George, so George quite honestly, <laughs> George, that's the million-dollar question. But uh, based on the guidelines he puts out, uh, the governor has put out, I don't – I'm not confident that we will play at all in Kentucky. Uh, we di- we definitely will not play before July. Uh, you know, we were scheduled to play opening June 19th. I had a uh, nationals in uh, Kentucky on June 26th, which part of that's in southern Indiana as well. But we've lost all of our fields in Kentucky. So, you know, we're, we're limited as to space and uh, probably are pretty much full and uh, it has taken away from us uh, baseball-wise. And, Holly, right. we are getting a lot of feedback, so you're probably going to need to put a couple of these phone callers on uh, mute. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we we are uh, under the impression, not not the impression. I mean, everybody has read it the same way. They They basically have opened it up to where you can play with inside your community, which to me means uh, rec leagues can play, but they have pretty much shut down travel ball. So my gut feeling is we will not play in Kentucky this year. And as I said at the start of the show, we are working hard to secure dates outside of Kentucky, Uh, hopefully West Virginia, Tennessee. And I have had a number of uh, dates given to me in southern Indiana that uh, is on the website and it is listed as added dates outside of the state. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't look good. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I I would agree. There's something I want to talk about that here in a second as well. Of course, we're going to get to that. And, George, I'm going to put you on – you got any other questions real quick? I'm going to put you on hold if not and get to these other numbers. Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, thanks. Thank you, George. Okay, this number looks familiar. Five zero two nine zero two number. That's Bernie. That's what I was thinking. Hey, Bernie, how are you today? I'm um, I'm doing all right. I actually got to get out with my buddies today and have breakfast for the first time Dang. in a couple months. I feel pretty good. Good. What'd you have? Uh, I had the uh, pancakes and eggs from Denny's, and uh, I was in your hometown there, Ron. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's right out your back door. Kind of, kind of makes me 
Mike makes me a little upset. I wasn't invited, buddy. But uh, you know that's okay. And I'm 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 kidding. I'm kidding. Trust me. What about why didn't I invite you? <laughs> We're okay. We're okay. Yeah. I know that. Okay. Brother. Hey, I'll you tell you who I saw though. Let me tell you. I saw our buddy Mickey. You know the one that got hit and got his eye hurt out there at Fort Knox. Yeah, you stunned par for us. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I ran into him and his wife there. Well, good. Oh, good deal. Cool. Good deal. Do you have any questions, right. Bernie, or are you just yeah. calling in to listen, buddy? Uh, I think I'm going to hear pretty much about what I've heard on the news. I missed about six minutes of it because I, I was just getting back in the house from there, uh, so I missed a little bit of you wrapping up when I got in. But I, I well, think I'm, I got to just sure. I'm sure what I've already mentioned we will uh, repeat before the show is over. So just sit tight, and you'll hear what we've got going on. Okay, brother. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. All right. And, Bernie, yeah, I'm going to put you on hold, and I've got another number, 502-525. Caller, are you there? You're 502-525. Yeah. Okay. And who's this, please? Uh, my name Do you is want Jay. to get Jay? All right, Jay. And um, so I'm going to, Jay, if uh, if you're just going to listen in, I'll go ahead and put you on uh, hold. What I may do, I've got uh, people, the reason I'm putting everybody on hold, just so we don't get a lot of feedback, but I'll open it up every so often with everybody to see if anybody's got a question or a comment here and stuff. So let's go ahead, Ron. That's fine. And I uh, appreciate it. So, Ron, I tell you, uh, let's get back to Mark and let's see what's going on in West Virginia. How about that? Okay, Mark, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, all right. Okay. So, so give us so, some updates. So right now, you, yeah. Yeah, they're Go waiting ahead. for the uh, governor to make his ruling, but everyone wants to go forward. So it seems like it's going to be okay. Um, the rules are going to be a little bit a little bit strict, but I don't think they're going to be anywhere near like Tennessee um, or, or Illinois. Uh, so if that happens, um, Little League won't start until the end of July, I believe. So the parks will be open to use in uh, June and July. So, so I've been working with Ron, and as soon as this ruling comes down, and this should be any day now, we're going to – if it's the right, the thing we want to hear, we're going to put put our feet on the gas and go full speed this way. Uh-huh. And it, and it's not, I mean, like, I mean, I'm talking, I'm, I'm three and a half hours away from Ron in West Virginia. So it's not a bad drive. Right. And, right. Uh, where, where, uh, Mark, uh, tell tell people in West Virginia where you're talking about. Is it Huntington? Uh, You know, so so somebody gets an idea. But when we have a lot of teams in eastern Kentucky that, you know, you're talking an hour and a half. uh, Yes, we're we're in Louisville area, so it's it's about three and a half hours. But a lot of my teams are up around Lexington and have some in eastern Kentucky that may only be, you know, an hour, 45 minutes to you. So it's definitely something that – would be beneficial and right now i think teams uh from my understanding they're signing up and going out of state and playing it uh you know they're locking in positions uh, to play at tournaments so i truly believe that if we 
get the green light there with you and you know, refresh my memory and tell everybody else, but uh, I think Mark's working with a 10-field complex that has two sixty ninety baseball fields, softball fields that can be played baseball and softball. So it, it would be a big get for us and it would give us an opportunity for teams to at least have, you know, another option to go play. I'm also working uh, where we do the World Series in Johnson City, Tennessee. I think we may be getting four dates down there as well. So we're we're working to add additional weekends that to give give people a chance to get out that want to go. And uh Mark, you you go ahead finish up what you're okay, saying, so, tell about so, the park, yeah. let us know the area you're in. Okay, well, I'm, I'm right I'm right outside of Charleston. Um, but the area, like all the parks that we've, we've spoken with are in between Huntington and Charleston. So the farthest would be somewhere in Charleston. That'd be like a two-hour drive from anywhere, anyone that's an hour and a half from Huntington, you know. Uh, not bad. I mean, it's all 64, so it's not a bad drive at all. Uh, a couple parks are right on the other side of Huntington. So you get into Huntington, you drive another three minutes, and you're right at. That's where that big – well, it's not one 10-field complex. It's two complexes that total 10-field. They're five minutes apart from one another. So, I mean, that's how that works out for that. Well, that would be awesome. It, it would be a great get for us, and I'm anxiously awaiting – word when you find out something so by all means follow up with me as soon as possible and I, I know you will Holly, uh, Mark and I have been in contact quite often here uh, through this and yesterday I think we were either texting or on the phone five or six times at least and yes. he, he is in contact and he's working this uh, as hard as he can and hopefully we get some good news here and can give these teams here in our area an opportunity to go somewhere and play. So, Mark, you're saying any time now, so you're expecting similar to what we're doing in Kentucky, I assume your governor is going to get on and present what's going on. Is that what you're talking about? Right, right. And and, and, and truthfully, he's done nothing but good things. He's trying to work, push forward and make this thing work. So I'm hoping that he continues to do what he has been doing, like, He's opened up, and now the restaurants are opened up, and uh, uh-huh. I think the casinos are trying to open up. Uh, so, so I mean, if you're opening casinos and you're opening bowling alleys and movie theaters, pools, yeah, the pools right. are open. So if the pools are opening June 1st, I think that we'll be able to uh, get on a spread out field by, you know, June 8th, I'm hoping. I would think so. so. We're supposed but, to start practicing yeah. June 8th. I'm sorry. We're supposed to start no, practicing go ahead. June yeah. 8th. But as far as competition goes, I think it's going to be the following week is what I'm thinking. Well, see, that, that was the miscommunication here. <clears throat> they, you know, they put out the early guidelines, and it was June 15th, non-contact, youth sports. You could – you know, start participation. So everybody jumped the gun, assumed that meant, hey, we're we're able to play. So everybody started putting out that, you know, we're playing June 19th. And I, I may have been the first one to do that. I know I, I had a little program set up for Facebook that uh, a video that I had shot and sent out basically while, you know, seasons opened up and, you know, put put some work in doing that. And then 
as soon as I put that out, other organizations started jumping on board. We're playing June 19th. We're doing this and that. So we, we all were under the same impression that June 15th meant we could play. And then when he put these guidelines out, it's basically recreation ball can play. It's mandated, no tournaments outside of uh, your area. And it, and it became really restrictive. So I'm hoping that West Virginia's governor doesn't kind of file suit with the same thing because we, we were under the impression, as I stated, once he said June 15th, non-contact youth sports could uh, open up, we just assumed that meant we were full go. And obviously that was not the case. And I'm, I'm hoping the same thing doesn't happen with West Virginia, as I'm hoping the same thing with Tennessee. I talked to Conley Fletcher just yesterday down in Tennessee, and they're still waiting word as well. And he, he talked to a local park, White Top, there in Bristol that we – play part of the world series at and uh, she's now under the impression they're not going to open up until july so now i'm starting to be concerned about the world series our uh world series in johnson city tennessee bristol tennessee uh, all of that area is july 19th or july 16th through 19th and now yesterday as i stated I hear from Conley Fletcher that uh, is my director in that area and is the one that secures our fields. He says that White Top's now telling him it's going to be 1st of July before they open up, which, okay, that's, you know, three weeks before we're down there, but it also is a little alarming and concerning that they're not open before then, whether or not, you know, we're going to be open. So, I'm still anxiously awaiting Tennessee's ruling as well. And, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, it's, it's been such a roller coaster. And emotionally, it's draining for me. And I know it is for coaches, too, because uh, they're, they're scrambling. Can, you know, do you have anything open here? I just pulled out of this tournament. Or I've got people that were signed up for tournaments in Kentucky that's now scrambling, hoping they can get in my Indiana tournaments. And, and Indiana's filling up, and uh, I'm afraid a lot of them's going to get shut out because I don't have enough fields in Indiana to handle what's coming across the river that was intending to play in Kentucky. Yeah, that's uh, so. Indiana sounds like they currently they're the most flexible of these states we're talking about. Is that right? Is that our impression? Indiana and, and my understanding, Ohio uh, has opened up. Now I, I don't run anything in Ohio, and haven't had a director up there for a few years. But I've got a, several Ohio teams, and they have sent me their guidelines. And you know, I've talked to people. Uh, I've got Ohio teams come to the World Series every year and play in the Nationals, uh-huh. and I've got some relationships up there. And they they seem like they have opened up and are not as restrictive. Uh, the the biggest thing they have is when the players come off the field, they're they're supposed to put a mask on. They don't uh, have a mask on when they're on the field, and of course you're asking for social distancing with parents off the field and uh, around the park. And and again, you know I've stressed that all last week on this show that where we do get to play, we need cooperation, or we very easily could get shut down and and lose the opportunity to play, even though you know it's there for us. We we've got to have parents cooperate and it's you know 
it's it's going to be week to week changes as, as we've mentioned before. But yes, Ohio's open, Indiana's open. Uh, I was hoping, you know, we had the team that uh, went to Missouri this last week. I was hoping that we hear from them today to see how that went. They opened up uh-huh. two or three weeks ago. Right, right. And uh, they're, they're playing. I, I know I saw on Good Morning America the other day where it showed Disney Sports Park down in uh, Florida, and they uh-huh. had 60 or 70 teams playing at Disney, and it was youth baseball. So, wow. you know, there are – there are places playing, but uh, right here locally is, uh, you know, he's he's decided not. My mm-hmm. my honest feeling, and I stated it last week, I respect his decision. I, you're not going to hear me sit and beat up on our governors. They, uh, I wouldn't have their jobs right now. It, uh, exactly. You know, and heaven forbid, we we saw the uh, someone hung a dummy up on the governor's mansion. Uh, with his picture on it over the weekend. And, uh, you know, there, there's that, that is sickening to me. I don't care what uh. side of the fence you're on, you know, that's on called for. And, uh, I hate that that attack was made. I didn't hear it, but I heard, uh, he responded and said something to the nature that, you know, just because I'm not letting you play baseball for you to do something of that nature, you, you know, is is just horrible. And, and if that was, I don't care what it was over. It, it shouldn't happen. But it's, to, yeah, to think horrible. that just, yeah, just because baseball uh-huh. or fast pitch isn't getting to play for someone to do something of that nature is, you know, it, it's on called for. And uh, I, I hate that that happened. And, and it may not have been over this, but somebody told me that they heard he made that statement. And uh-huh. uh, I just, you know, I, I, I don't agree with any of those kind of behaviors. I don't care uh, what, who you're doing it to, it's wrong. And, uh, you know, yeah. that's, a, that's a yeah. whole other show. That's a whole other show there. So right. I'll shut up yeah. and you all have it. Well, we do have another caller. It's an 859 number, so that will be interesting. 859-537. So um, let's see. 859 It's connecting. There we go. Caller? Uh, yes, this is Jason down here in uh, Richmond, Kentucky. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, my question for you guys, uh, Ron, me and you have been uh, chatting back and forth there on Facebook, and I appreciate you getting back to me. Um, my question is, what are we hearing with a lot of the organizations and sanctions about the move-up period? I know different sanctions have different timelines, and a lot of uh, sanctions and organizations are talking about maybe extending that all the way throughout the end of the year, Well, where I'm at. 8U uh, head coach, I'm looking at, you know, moving up to that uh, that rough period of first-year 10U and pitchers and, and so forth. So I was just curious as to what we're going to look at for a move-up, um, a bump-up period. Jason, that, that's a great question. The The only one that I have heard is uh, U-Triple-S-A is going to extend theirs to the end of uh, August now instead of July. I'm leaning toward extending it through the end of the year. Uh, Let's start over next year, 2021, when we start playing in March. I I just feel that there's so many teams like yourself, 8U, that are not getting to play their 8U season, and then suddenly you only get to play in two or three tournaments this year, and, you know, hopefully you get to play more. 
but then to jump you up to 10U where a kid goes from coach pitch to having to pitch and you do that here in the fall when you really didn't get to play, I don't think that's good for the kids or anyone else for that matter. Same with all age groups. 10U, if they don't get to have but a handful of games, uh, you know, tournaments, and then suddenly we jump up and fall and and age them up, and they go from 35-foot pitching to 40, and they really didn't get to have a season as a 10-year-old. I don't think that's good for anyone, and and that's all ages. You know, 8U is an adjustment to 10s, 10 to 12s, 12s, 14s. You know, each one of those goes from a different length as far as pitching. So my honest feeling is I'm going to just say, hey, we're going to play out this year. Next March, we'll start playing the 2021. But I don't see aging out this year when they haven't gotten to play and participate with what's going on. Okay. And I, and, uh, I really appreciate that. That makes perfect sense. I've got a follow-up to that same thing is how do you guys as directors feel, and I'll use my current situation as 8U, you know, uh, if we continue to play 8U through, you know, June, July, depending on what state we go to, and then um, through August, and let's say September, we want to get our feet wet and and go ahead and enter into a 10U tournament, and then throughout that year, still try to gain those reps at 8U. How are the? How would you perceive looking at that, where you've got a team that you know still wants to get their their kids reps in the division that they haven't been able to get, but at the same time still set them up for success in the spring of next year by getting those uh, fall reps on that on that bump-up period. How would you feel about kind of Jason, going back and forth there late in the year? Jason, again, that, that's a great question. And myself, you can play up, but you can't play down. Covers that rule. I would have no right. problem with that. We, we periodically have, you know, better 12-year-olds through the summer – that say, hey, this weekend we'd like to play 14U just to see how we can compete. And we allow it. You know, it doesn't sure. change anything for them. They're, they are still legally 12, so if the next week they want to drop back and play a 12-year-old tournament, and, and you know, 10s or whatever, uh, we, we have that happen. And periodically, if we get someone that's loaded, you know, a true A, my program basically to me is a B program, BC, we don't really get the A's that often, but a lot of times when I get an A, I ask them to play up. You know, you're, you're going to kill my teams. Will you play up in the other age? And they do. So to answer your question, I have no problem with that. And I, I don't see where anybody is bending a rule there. You're of legal age to drop back down. And if you were to play up in a 10-year-old tournament one week just to see how it is, and then the following week say, hey, we're going to play back in the eights, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Sure. Well, I appreciate that. And just uh, one recommendation on that as a as a, just an opinion out there is maybe if you've got <clears> – say you've got a tournament uh, of uh, eight, eight U teams, but you've got four of them that are like on that, uh, that nine U cusp that should have moved up uh, August 1st maybe doing like a an upper and a lower with those, uh, you know, second year moving into their third year or their third year at you moving into their first year 
continue maybe doing a uh, kind of like an upper and a lower nine U per se, if that uh, if that's we, possible. We we could do that, you know. Of, of course, based on numbers, uh, I, I sure. in a sense do that now. I split a lot of weekends when it's when I'm able. If we have uh, first year nines, you know, first year tens, meaning they're they're a true nine year old team. If I get enough. I play a nine-year-old division and a 10-year-old division now. So what you're asking or saying would be the same thing in a sense. If we had, say we had eight, eight U teams and four of them wanted to, wanted to try to play 10 U rules and everybody was in agreement, I would be all for that. Uh, I have no problem with that. I enjoy doing those kind of things. And I think it's beneficial to the program. It's beneficial to the kids. But, you know, as stated, I, do, I have done that for a few years with 9s and 10s and 11s and 12s. If, if I get enough true 11s and I get enough 12s, we'll split that division to where the 11s are playing against themselves. Now, every once in a while, you'll get one of those 11s say, hey, no, I want to play in the 12s, and that's okay. But you get a lot of first-year teams that are looking for that separation because, you know yourself, if you've been in the game very long at, at all, that one year with these kids make a tremendous difference, and you get a true 12-year-old team playing a first-year 11, it, it's a big advantage in most situations, and it would be the same thing for you moving up. But if to answer your question, and I think I already did, if, if we had enough to where we could split that and we had eights that wanted to play 10-U rules and, you know, we still had enough eights to, to play the other, if everybody's in agreement, I would love to do that, and I would still give trophy packages for both groups. Sure, I, I appreciate. It. Yeah, because I just, you know, you don't want to sell them short with that uh, that that fall spin up time going into to spring, even though we've got to deal, you know, use the cards we've been dealt. But uh, Ron, I appreciate you uh, getting back with me on my questions about the World Series down there in Johnson City. I know that's going to be difficult at best, even if they're able to do it with all the festivities that they like to enjoy outside of uh, the bracket play, but uh, I'll let you guys get back to your show, and I appreciate you taking my call. Well, Jason, I appreciate you calling, and uh, going back to the World Series, you know, we're, we're still trying to decide when you mentioned festivities as to how we can do the pin swaps and gift swaps and uh, the team dance, uh, which has been a big thing for as long as we've been down there. We do the Friday night uh have a DJ and pizza party and the younger kids, the eight-year-olds, tens and twelves love it. As they get a little older, you know, it's not cool, unfortunately, but you know, those are big, big part of that tournament. And we're still trying to figure that out and don't know, you know, whether we'll be able to do that or not, or how we'll do it. But, uh, you know, again, we're working toward all that and, We'll we'll try to keep everybody updated as we move forward, and fingers crossed that we get to play. But, uh, Jason, I appreciate you calling in. If you need anything, reach out to me, buddy. You have a great day. Thanks, Ron. You guys do the same. Yep. Jason, Thank hold you. on. Are you still there? Jason? Yeah, go ahead, Ron. Uh, yes. I got a question for you. I assume you're a coach and also a parent? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, just kind of your opinion on I'd like to just kind of hear fears uh, from the parent perspective, because we haven't had a lot of that on the show yet. Fears, concerns, lack of fears, that type of thing. Your thoughts from uh, as a parent, because I know that sometimes 
we think differently as coaches and, and administrators as we do parents. Sure. Uh, from both sides, I, I, I do think there's a, a, a respect of the concern. You know, uh, many may not share the same concerns as others do, but at the same time, you still respect their wishes um, uh-huh. and, and how to play. So um, I think the biggest thing that we need to do is to respect the directors because without the directors uh, abiding by the guidelines set forth, which whatever state they're playing in, we don't get to play because they're the ones that are able to obtain these fields and uh, work with those communities. So if it's a matter of, you know, spectators in the outfield, and myself, I've actually purchased three additional brand-new pop-up tents to use as a modified dugout because I know from everything that I've been reading and talked to other coaches and directors, the dugout is going to be what's going to be limited, Uh whether it's on deck deck or in the hole. And then you've got, uh, at, at most, you've got, you know, seven or eight kids in a modified dugout, but that's still doable. And it also provides structure to those kids, not, uh, you know, going and run around to the the parents or the spectators and you're looking to see who's, you know, who's on deck. Yeah. So it's all uh-huh. about respecting the guidelines, not not just the 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 governor's guidelines, but the, the director's guidelines because, unfortunately, I believe, you know, you're going to have – spectators that are not there for the sport and are ju- are going to be there to shark shoot and and say uh they're you know people aren't abiding uh-huh. by guidelines uh-huh. so as a parent concerned about the field of play my biggest concern was we cannot play with masks that was my biggest concern we cannot uh-huh. play the kids cannot play ball with masks on i, I think that's more of a harm than what its intended purpose is for uh, going into a retail store or such. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, we've already, you know, established, you know, everybody's got to have their tent. Everybody's got to have their own cooler. Everybody's got to have their own chair. And that's been put out by me to, you know, my parents before any directors told me so because it just, it won't be a culture shock if we talk about it now until we wait till July 4th, Kentucky, whatever, or whatever date they say. To move forward, um, you go ahead and start washing your hands and using hand sanitizer on and off the field. When you start practicing, it also won't be a culture shock to the kids uh, to something uh-huh. that they're not accustomed to. Right, right. <clears throat> well, it's, Jason, yeah. everything you're saying, yeah. everything you're saying, Jason, is common sense, and uh, you know I greatly appreciate that. And that, that's what we need to pass down to each team. And, you know, I can't say it enough, and I will say it every show we have and repeat it numerous times. Cooperation from the parents is going to be our biggest issue here. If we get cooperation, I think we can run on a weekly basis without any problems. If we get someone that's going to be a hard head and causes problems, it can cause everybody a problem because we can get shut down just as easily as, easily as we get started. But what you you have brought up, those are all very good points. And, uh, you know, I've talked to you enough to know that you're very level-headed, and I appreciate the way you're coming about this and, you know, spreading that word amongst your peers, your other coaches, and people would be a great help and a great service as well. And 
I, I certainly look forward to uh, having you participate in our program. Absolutely. Uh, anytime you, you know, you need anything, just you know how to reach me. Bounce it off of me, and uh, and we'll. Uh, the biggest thing is, is you know, I don't agree with everything that's going on, but if me and I, I tell it to my parents that none of this is a big deal, then you know the uh, the other. 40 teams, 30 teams that are wanting to get in a tournament are all going to have to sacrifice that as well. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just a matter of buying in. That way we can all play. Right. And, again, you know, mentioning – you mentioned the mask. And my, my whole – and you heard me say it last week. I know uh, Jason has told me that he's listened to the first two shows, Holly, and uh, actually mm-hmm. texted me and said, hey, let's, let's – <laughs> text, text me about 15 minutes before the day's show today. Yeah. I said, hey, let's do this show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the the mask, I have no intention of doing the mask. Uh, again, I have mentioned that I may move my umpires behind the pitcher mound to get away from that because I don't want them wearing masks either. It's To me, it causes more problems than actually someone contracting the virus by not having it on. Uh, the heat, the possibility of uh, it slipping up and blocking vision, I just think there's more obstacles there and more ways that it could cause harm than there are positive. And I have no intention of the kids having to wear masks. So hopefully we can get around all that. I think we can. And, uh, again, I greatly appreciate your views. No problem. I'm going to continue listening, and you guys uh, continue on with your show if you need anything. Holler at me if I'm able to take the call. I will. <laughs> great. Thank Jason, you. have a great Thank day, you, buddy. Yeah. So we were talking about the West Virginia. Uh, Virginia. Just, uh, just. To, I looked up on Google Maps just to kind of give you an idea for those of uh, that are in Lexington area. It looks like it's a. a according to Google, it's 2.48 miles straight. 64. It looks like. I, I think Mark would it be 64 yes. coming into Charleston. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, 3.42 hours, I'm sorry, it's 2.48 hours from uh, Lexington and 3.42 hours from Louisville, uh, also straight uh, 64. So it's all highway, goes through uh, Daniel Boone Forestry, over through Moorhead, which I lived at one time, love that area, and uh, especially for those that are in the eastern Kentucky area, it's just, uh, you know, just right around the corner. So that would be a, a nice situation most likely. Is uh, uh, and uh, so I think with that, when you find out something, you're going to let Ron know. So people that are interested, Ron, I guess uh, they they go to your website. How are they going to find out? Like if they're interested in going to West Virginia new tournaments, I guess. Yes. Well, again, I've already got a link on there that's been added. That uh, the link itself says added dates outside of state. Oh, I got which you. right now Kentucky. has a yeah, yeah it has a, a Tennessee date on there, July the 25th, 26th. It's got uh, several added uh, Indiana, and, and when I say outside of the state, uh, a lot of these aren't new dates, but I added the new dates to what was already in Indiana and already mm-hmm. in Tennessee, and the World Series is still on there. But if Mark comes back and says, hey, we've got four weekends and uh, 
Huntington, West Virginia, Charleston, where, wherever it's at, then I will include that on that link. And, and people will know I'll put stuff on Facebook and I'll advertise it. And again, we're working with Tennessee as well at White Top Park. Uh, she told me that we could possibly get four dates there. They're, they're more in the fall, but uh, we're still waiting on word whether we're going to get to play or not down there too. So there's so many question marks and it seems to change every day. And as I said, it's been an emotional roller coaster because you, you think you you've got this and uh, it changes the next day. So, but yes, it will be added on. And again, the link that says added dates outside of state would be where you would look. Okay. Now, uh, before we move on, let's check in with uh, George, Bernie, and Al to see. I think it was Al, and uh, to see uh, if you got anything. I believe it was so, Jay. Uh, I'm sorry, it was Jay. Jay was yeah. the other one. Yeah. Jay. I'll write that down. All right. So, first of all, let's check in with George. George, got any co- thoughts, any comments, any questions? Uh, just one thing about the mask. I hope everybody talking about the that they know we're talking about the uh, medical mask, not the regular mask they have to wear. You know, some people wear already. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, so you're, what is you're talking? Play, George. Are you referring to like the catcher's mask or the pitcher yeah. wears a mask yes, or third baseman wears a mask? Yeah, I, I, yes, I think uh, they, under, they they understand what we're talking about, that when we say you don't have to wear the mask, that it's uh, the, what they call PPP or PPV or something, whatever they're right. calling it. But it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, okay. that's the mask we're referring to, and I, I'm pretty sure everybody uh, is aware of that, and they, they know that protective gear as far as actual playing gear is still mandated, and uh you know, I, I don't think we'll have any problem with a catcher going behind the plate to catch during the innings and not wear her mask. Well, yeah, so, but, but I mean, yeah, in, the, in the, yeah, I, I yeah, understand. Yeah, to clarify. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think the uh, obviously, I think the concern, uh, especially we talked about before, real quickly, is the concern for the umpires being so close. Is uh, but if they are wearing a mask, it's 100 degree temperature, 100 percent humidity. These umpires are probably right. not young, and that's gonna that's a, a major major concern for all of this, no doubt. Right. Well, uh, again, I, I truly believe I'm going to put my umpires behind the pitcher, the pitcher, and let them call from out there. I I just do not see making them, mandating them to have a mask on and, uh, you know, restricting their breathing. And not not only restricting right. their breathing, I think that that adds a heat element uh, oh, yeah. on top of it. And, and there's heat-related issues anyway. And I, I just think it causes more harm than what it would be uh, to wear it. So I, I'm, I'm against that. I also believe you would have a lot of umpires that just flat would say, hey, I'm not calling if I have to do that. And and mentioning that, we we will monitor our umpires and our staff when they come into the park. Uh, You know, if if anybody – I'm telling my umpires, hey, if you wake up Saturday morning and you've got games and you're not feeling good, I don't even want you coming in. Call me. We'll get a replacement. And I I need the same thing with – 
with, with the coaches. I need the coaches to have that conversation with moms and dads. And uh, if, if little Susie is not feeling well that day, let her set out a weekend. We don't need her in the park getting someone else sick and, and mom or dad stay home. Uh, we're getting a lot of feedback. You need to put uh, somebody back on uh, mute there, Holly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's uh, George. I think it's there. So, uh, George, anything else? No, no, no more. Okay. All right. <laughs> George, I'll talk right. to you, buddy. Oops. Um, Bernie, you any thoughts? Yeah, I'll just listen to it, but George did make a good point. I know it's common sense since everybody should know what masks we're talking about, but uh, we always do have somebody that uh, goes brain dead, so that's a good point. Uh, Jason, if you're still there, uh, I coached for years, and I always played up along uh, through the year just to test my team out. That was always something I did. It kind of helped me uh, grade them a whole lot harder. Yeah, I agree. I think it's something that is even despite the COVID stuff going on and all this other stuff, I think it's a pretty good strategy for. Uh, yeah, for it just gave you a, a real good barometer, you know, uh, to check your kids out. Uh, I know uh, Ron played forever, and I'm sure he played up uh, at times. We did that to, to try and see what you got. It's a good point. So, uh, as Ron said, you can always play up, you just can't play down. Not legally, mm-hmm. anyway. Right, right. And <laughs> not legally. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead to, uh, I know Jay said that he was just wanting to listen, but uh, Jay, you got any thoughts, any comments, or anything? Um, I appreciate it. Uh, I do have one question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, there's not going to be any issue with Kentucky being shut down for travel, and we're not supposed to go county to county, but we can cross the state line and play in a different state as far as insurance goes or any Uh type of coverage that way. Great question. (laughs) That that is a good question. And, you know, I think that's something you need to contact your team insurance. Uh, I don't know that, uh, they would tell you any differently, but, you know, I would, I would contact whoever has your insurance, Chapel Insurance or Knight or whoever you get your team insurance from and, and ask that question. I don't think that there's anything in there that uh, would shut you down insurance wise, but, uh, you know, also, uh, you know, that is, you know, I'm, I'm not inviting or encouraging teams to come across the line, but I'm not, uh, you know, if, if somebody signs up, I'm not monitoring who and who isn't uh, a Indiana, Ohio, Tennessee team or whatever. I'm just allowing people to sign up. And most of your teams, you know yourself, if uh, if it's a southern Indiana team, they probably have Kentucky players on it. So even though it's an Indiana team, they probably have Kentucky players on that team, uh, vice versa. Absolutely, that's a situation. Uh, that's a situation we're in. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think most teams in this area are. You, you've got uh, players from, uh, you know, if you're if you're a a Floyd County team in Indiana, you probably have a team or, or a someone from Odom County or Jefferson County 
or a surrounding county on your team that comes over and plays for an Indiana team and vice versa. And I think that's throughout the state. If it's a Covington, Kentucky team, they've probably got kids from Cincinnati playing on their team, which is where we are. Yeah. So, you know, if you uh, have, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If, If you have regular club insurance, if you have regular travel insurance and you don't get an email suggesting anything else, then you're fine to do whatever you want to do. It's everything's about choice still in this whole thing, you know? So if there's like, when you set your schedule earlier this year, you set your schedule probably to travel out of state anyway. So if there's no Mm -hmm. state restrictions on the club, on a club, then there should be no insurance restrictions. And unless you get an email from the insurance company, then they should, they should cover you. If they, if they drop you, then you have to go get other insurance. But if no one's changed anything, it's the same as it always been. I, I, um, yeah, I, I was thinking no, with uh, Kentucky being shut down, if that changed anything. We actually have USSA insurance, and um, they they actually approved us to, to travel into Indiana and Ohio. We're in northern Kentucky, um, so they've yeah. been pretty. Uh, they've been they've been really good. I shouldn't say pretty good. They've been really good, and um, they've really worked with us. So that it wasn't a big deal as far as I was concerned. But I had just heard rumblings that that would be an issue if you didn't open up. Um, leaving the state was going to be a problem. Um, it was really more just seeing if anybody else had heard the same thing as opposed to whether we were we were being affected by it necessarily. It didn't really affect us. Um, our, our agent said that it was going to be fine. Well, and if he did, I, I would take their word for it. I mean, I, I myself, you know, legally, I don't know. I'm not an attorney. Uh, you know, again, Holly, when she comes on the show, usually – states that you know these are just opinions so you know i legally i i don't know but if you have talked to your uh, insurance agent and they've given you that same opinion i would have to trust them and and say that you're good and i I don't know why you wouldn't be i mean you're you're covered i know i contacted my insurance company uh i I do a blanket coverage to you know it's a liability insurance but it it protects my my directors in the parks that we use and told them we were getting ready to operate and asked if there was anything i needed to know and you know other than they sent us a waiver saying hey it's not mandatory that you have teams sign it but i would suggest it and we we are going to ask people that play in our stuff to sign stuff and we will we will be strict as far as our uh, rosters go having parents sign them and there will be a waiver on it but again my insurance has pretty much told us hey you know you're, you're free to operate and my, my honest opinion and again this is an opinion everybody knows what is going on here everybody knows this virus is out there whether you take it seriously or not and whether you want to say hey you know it's no different than the flu or it's not it's out there we all know it we're aware of it and teams that choose to play they're making the choice to play and i think you have you know again as mark stated we're in america we we have rights and if you choose to play, it's your decision. You know, we're not forcing anybody to play. And if somebody wants to come and play, I think they have the right to play. They also understand that there is a chance here. We're going to try to, you know, eliminate that chance the best that we can. But there is a chance here that someone's going to pick up this virus. 
And, you know, unfortunately, there's going to be a chance from now until we get a vaccine, which may be a year or 18 months down the road. And I was listening at a doctor or a scientist the other night on one of the channels, and they pretty much said until we get to 60 or 70 percent of the population having this disease and building immunities, that it's going to, it's going to be around. And, you know, do, do we just put our head under a cover and not come out? Or do we go on about our lives and, you know, take, take that chance that, yeah, eventually we're going to get this, but we also need to get it in order to, to move on to where the country can open back up. So I'm on both sides of the fence and it, it it's a tough decision, but at the same time, I feel like that, you know, I want to move forward. Exactly. I don't think it's a bad idea personally to check with your insurance because I think they, you know, you know how insurance companies are. They're going to find any reason they can not to cover on occasion. But uh, in, even in normal situations, I think it's called assumption of risk. The legal part of it is, uh, I think, part of the assumption of risk is if it's actual common knowledge of something. And obviously, there's common knowledge that there's a virus out there. So uh, yeah. there has to be some level of assumption or risk in that for sure, I would think. You know, the, the question I think that Jay, I think it was Jay that brought it up, uh, the traveling and stuff, closed state. I think what I'm hearing, and maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I know that we shut the borders down in many states, but it's my assumption that those have been lifted. Is that what we're talking about, the borders being shut down? Or not. I mean, not necessarily, uh-huh. but that's, well, kind of, kind of. Um, yeah. I mean, the governor basically is saying, in Kentucky, is saying that it's okay to play sports as long as it's inter-county, correct? Is that is that what the mandate says? Oh. That, that's pretty much what, as far as, uh, no no travel tournaments are being held in Kentucky that you can play, kind of, kind of what you just said. You, you can play, and I'm going to say a rec league within your own community, but he's asking that you don't bring teams outside of your community to where you're possibly bringing a hot spot to that community. Uh-huh. So I guess, you know, he's asked to go out of state to play, I'm assuming. Uh, I would think. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would say that's that's what is being asked. Uh, and, again, you know, that I, I think that's, your call as to how you handle that as you know, you're aware in the travel community, if you watch the Facebook post on, you know, baseball travel or softball, Kentucky softball or whatever, people are going everywhere and they're asking questions. Hey, do you know of anybody running tournaments in Tennessee? Do you know this? Do you know that they're going to play? And I think these are, and again, this is my opinion. I think these are recommendations more than they are an actual say say a law. Now, having said I that, agree. if if uh, if I were to decide and say, well, the heck with you, I'm going to play. I've got a five field complex in Nicholasville, and I'm going to play in Nicholasville. And the uh, say the sheriff of that county rides by, and we've got 300 people sitting on top of each other. 
I think Ron Ray could get his butt busted pretty easily, and therefore I'm not willing to to make that decision. And and I'm I'm going to try to abide by what he's he's requesting. And again, I respect what he's requesting. It's his job, and uh, agree with it or disagree, you know that's what he feels is best. And I I truly believe in his heart. He he is doing what he thinks is best. So you know I'm not going to disrespect him in any way. And uh, but I, I think you as a coach and parents as parents have to do what they think is right. And uh, you know if they they choose to play, then they've got that right. If they choose to say, hey, you know, I don't think it's safe, or I don't want to do this, or I don't want to do that, that's the right as well. And you know we're just in a tough situation right now, but. Legally, I'm not sure what the ramifications would be. Yeah, we're going to try to play. Yeah. It's just a matter of trying to figure out where we were going to play at. <laughs> yeah, true, and that's probably the attitude no, not, of most. It, it is. It is. I mean, yeah. trust uh-huh. me. I, I'm I'm telling you, since th- this uh-huh. announcement was made five o'clock Friday during his press conference, and on on the actual press conference, he just kind of alluded to that youth sports was opening up, but didn't get into any details because I, I came out of the other room and my wife said, well, what'd you learn? And I said, really nothing. And uh, I got on the website and then suddenly I printed off 10 pages and I'm like, wow, we just got shut down. And by, by seven o'clock, my phone started blowing up and it's been pretty much that since Friday, either phone calls or text or, uh, emails and as I stated coming on the beginning of the show, I try very hard to be prompt in responding. And right now I'm behind and I can't keep up and don't know that I will ever get caught up. But it's you know, and a lot of it is just what we're discussing now. A lot of it is the teams that are just wanting to know what my plan is moving forward, what what they can expect, and a lot of it myself is just opinions. But, you know, I'm moving and trying to get fields, and, you know, I have to basically have the same conversation repeatedly. At the same time, I've got teams emailing saying, hey, I want to move out of Nicholasville and go to southern Indiana, or what do you have here and there? And I'm trying to accommodate that. So it's it's just a mess. It's, it's, a, a, it's an emotional roller coaster. So I got some back, backlash yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. So what I'd like to do, I'd like to try to keep this show within an hour, and we've, we're a couple minutes over. So let's do this. I'll just kind of go and uh, order as people called in to see if they have any last words. Then I'll have uh, Ron, you kind of uh, close uh, with your last words, and I'll shut down the show. And uh, how's that sound? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Mark, any closing comments? Uh, no, no. Uh, as soon as I hear, I'll let Ron know. So just keep looking at the site, and when if we're ready to go, he's ready to go. Um, I think that uh, Jason had a great idea with the uh, buying the canopies to extend the dugouts. I think that's uh-huh. a great, great idea for for everyone. Yeah. Any director should listen to that and join in on that. Um, past that, it's all about uh, choice. Like, uh-huh. If you have questions about it. Don't come. You know, if you're ready to play, right. come on and True. you know. Good point. You know, and that's it. But that's uh-huh. it for me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mark, thank you. I'll be in touch, buddy. Thank you. 
Okay, so let's go to, it looks like it is, uh, I think it's, uh, no, it's George, I think. Hold on a second. Yeah, George, go ahead. No, I don't have anything else. Just Hmm. thank you all for having this. It's a great show tonight. Yeah, it was. Thank you for being here. And uh, let's go ahead with... Bernie, you got any comments, uh, closing comments? Well, just this. Christmas has come and gone. I've always been ready to play right after Christmas. That's my message. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So then it looks like let's get to, I think it's Jay. No, ma'am, I don't have any questions. I appreciate you all having the call. All right. Perfect. Thank you. And then, Jason, any closing comments? Uh, just one quick thing. Um, one thing that I've done with my team and uh, just a recommendation is as you talk to your team or your parents or you're able to do a modified practice or June 15th, you're able to get a full practice in before you go to these tournaments, just try to educate not just the parents, but the kids, especially if you got young ones like I do with AU. That way it's not a culture shock to whenever they see something different that they're not accustomed to from previous years. That's all I got. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. And, Ron, any closing comments? Oh, I put Ron on. <laughs> Ron, I'll put you it's, on hold. Uh, just, yeah, go ahead. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I was just being silly and said you don't have enough time. Uh, I, I could rattle on forever, but well, I, uh, yeah, I, I was going to say I, I, I appreciate. <laughs> I, I appreciate everybody taking part in the show today, and uh, as we are planning on doing this every Thursday at noon, please keep us in mind. Pass the word around. We are trying to create this and try to be as informative as possible and we also want your opinions we got great feedback today that uh, i really appreciate it I, I appreciate people calling in and participating if you have any questions or need to get a hold of me my cell number is 502-541-0103 and holly i'm going to end it i thank you for uh, allowing this show i know you're the one that has built this and i appreciate it i appreciate our relationship and you go ahead and close it up and i'll be in touch thank you ron one of the things is too is is, uh, if you look at facebook pages and you walk around there's there are uh just a lot of people and it's not just because of COVID. it's just a lot of parents a lot of people that have a tendency sometimes to complain and uh, this is really a great opportunity to at least hear how much work these directors put in just to prepare for things. Obviously it's more work now, but it's a lot of work that these people put in trying to be as, as fair and healthy and safe as they possibly can. So this is an opportunity for a lot of you to uh, uh, contact Ron, contact us, listen, call in that type of thing with any, uh, with any kind of thoughts or anything like that. Um, We're going to do again, do this show again next week. As Ron said, there's three things I'd like, I kind of made some notes here. One is I think we, the fall is going to be significant. Uh, We're going to, I'd like to talk about that next week and uh, taking temperatures uh, one of the things is we're doing that at uh, Legends is kind of taking temperatures as you go in. Is that feasible? And uh, kind of talk about those things. So 
Join us next week at noon. I have a, a, a where I interview coaches on Monday at noon, and uh, hope to hear from you. Everybody have a great day and be safe. Thank you, Holly. Take care. You too, Ron. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.